0: to inform and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com
1: weeks ago we talked about the living water Mm. and we talked about speaking life and about the waters in Ezekiel 47 that everywhere the rivers flowed that the the things lived where the waters touched what we didn't talk about a whole lot and is is the stagnant water and this has still been in my spirit to get back to this because we didn't get to spend a lot of time on and the Lord is continuing to minister to me from these from these verses so I still want to talk about that a little bit more about the stagnant water and the living water and the difference, uh, what they represent in the natural versus in the spiritual and why it's important that we are allowing the things of God to flow through us, the life of God to flow through us and the things of God to be alive in us that we not sit stagnant by on the mm-hmm. on the side and allow the things of God to die, the dreams and the visions, the hopes and the life to die in us and to be stagnant and stale in John. John seven thirty eight uh, the Bible says He that believeth on me as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. This he spake of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified and one of the things that I like about verse 38 it says he that believeth on me as the scriptures have said many people say they believe on the Lord Jesus and many people profess that they are Christians but do they believe as the scriptures have said when you add that piece in there that is critically important you just eliminate a whole bunch of people that are confessing to be Christians, but are really not doing. He said, if you love me and if you are my disciple, you will keep the words that I say. And if, and and that separates a whole lot. Matter of fact, that separates a lot of the wheat from the tear. A lot of those who profess to be of God, but they deny the very power of God. Do you believe on him as the scriptures have said? And if you do, then out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And he's speaking of his spirit that he will deposit in you. And now that Jesus has been glorified, he has given us the Holy Ghost. He has ascended to the father and he's given us the spirit of Christ to dwell in us and to fill us with all of him. So we pray even now that if you have not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and if you don't even know that there's so much as be a Holy Ghost, would you email us or text us or reach out to us some way? We'd like to expound unto you more excellently the truth of the scriptures, because you need to believe on him as the scripture scriptures have said I know what your denominations say I know what they told you in Sunday school it might be contrary to the word of God but what if you want the promises of God you have to believe on him as the scriptures have said so it's not about us saying that our way is the only way or the right way the scriptures is the only way the scriptures are the only right way and let God be true as we often say and as the Bible says let God be true and every man be a lie it's what the scriptures have said not what they have interpreted it to be not what your denomination or your you know bylaws say it is but what does the Lord say
2: amen and you know what you're talking about that in John 1 what came to me it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and it says in the beginning was the word of God so in another part it says the that the spirit, the word is spirit and the spirit give life. So we have to believe that the word of God is true. We have to believe that above what man says and what is going on in the earth today, we have to believe that God have preeminence over all things and when God speak he's speaking truth and what we're finding today is that with the the waters being muddy that the lines are being blurred and and so now you can't see if the black and white now you're seeing gray but that's what the devil wants to do is to put that confusion in your mind and in your way but always remember that God's word no matter what God's word is true it has endured is never shaken It never falls apart. It never shows up late, but his word is true and it will do exactly what he says it will do. His word is what also judges us. It also determines how we shall walk. I mean, when we look in this word today, he will tell us how we're supposed to conduct our lives. doesn't matter what the world says. It doesn't matter what your professor says, but it matters what God says
1: when God says out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, the thing about f- rivers of water flowing is that it's moving. It's alive. Yes. There is movement to it. But then there's that time when you are sitting there and there's this stagnation and there's this stagnation in the spirit when things are motionless and things began to die. Things about the thing about stagnant water. If you recall that the, when the, when the uh, crippled man was by the pool and he wanted someone to put him in when the waters were troubled when the angel was not troubling the water it was stagnant and still and there was no healing you could get in the water then nobody was clamoring to get in the water when it was still and unmoving Mm -hmm. but once the angel stirred up the water everybody clamored to get in because then the healing the power of God began to flow and so it is even with us and even with the things of God if God is not moving in a thing, it is dead. It is not alive. And when you think about it in the natural, a stagnant body, body of water, it breeds malaria and, and it breeds bugs. all kinds of diseases and all kinds of bacteria. Yes. And as soon as there's an outbreak of disease among mosquitoes or bugs, they will say, go clear all of the standing water in, around your house in every bird pool and every bird bath, get rid of standing water. Because it's a breeding ground for things that are dangerous and things that are incubators. It's an incubator for things that are dangerous and bacteria and parasites. You don't want standing water around you because it is of no purpose and no good. When the rivers of living water begin to flow, the thing about stagnant water, the only way it's going to move or come alive, it's got to be impacted by that which is alive. It's got to be impacted by the rivers that are flowing. Or supernaturally, the angel came to trouble the pool of water that was standing still. So, Void of a divine intervention, the only way you're going to get moving is if you get in the presence of those who are alive and flowing. You're sitting in dead churches. You're sitting in dead places. There's no life of God. There's no power of God. And you wonder, what will it take to get this moving? It's going to take an effusion of the power and Mm -hmm. the spirit of Mm -hmm. God that we talked about last week. You need God to breathe on you the breath of life and awaken those things that were dead. How did Lazarus get up? Jesus said, come forth. He had life speak unto him. He said, I am the resurrection, the life, the resurrection in Christ spoke to that, which was dead. And that, which was dead got up. How did the bones in the Valley of dry bones get up? Because Ezekiel obeyed God and prophesied. And then the uh, breath of God blew on them. And the wind of God began to flow through them. And the, bones got up. It took an effusion of the life of God, the breath of God. You need to ask God to let the breath of God breathe on me. I've been sitting in this place. I've grown stagnant. There's no movement. There's no life. There's no signs of life. And now I see these things spiritually, the disease things, the, the, the malaria is starting to set in. I see things that are uh, uh, poisonous, starting to, my mind is starting to be poisoned by the things of the world. You no longer have the mind of Christ. You no longer think like God. You no longer believe to see the goodness of God. There's danger in your water, danger all around you because you are not walking in the things of God. You don't have the freshness of God, the newness of God. You need to pray unto God to stir up the gifts that are in you, to move through you, to flow through you, to let your rivers begin to flow, flow through
2: me, dear God. And I believe when you're saying stir up the gift that is in you... That's what Paul told Timothy because he knew what was in Timothy, but he wanted Timothy to, to begin to, to get active and begin to be bold and to walk into the calling that he was called to when he laid hands on him. He wanted him to begin to start preaching the word of God. And that's what really God is saying today. Listen, you're stale. I mean, you're not moving. It's the same old, same old, same old routine. Go along to get along, but he's saying there is a freshness. Matter of fact, in in the Bible, it talks about that the refreshing comes in the presence of the Lord It's when that water, that word of God, the spirit of the Lord begin to move in you, that you become refreshed and you become infused with the dwelling of God. And when you become infused with the dwelling of God, the spirit of God begins to flow out of you and begin to bless someone else. I mean, I know, you know, we say, well, let's go back to the old way of doing things things but God's saying no we got to you got to stir yourself up we got to go forward and so that's what God is saying today listen you can't stay in the place that you're in and you were talking about the water that's still you see the bugs flying around it. the mosquitoes are on it and if you go near you're going to you're going to get a mosquito bite because it's still water so what he's saying to you today is begin to stir this thing up and get in the presence of the Lord and you do that. By
1: getting in the word of God. And you need to know that one of the things you have to do is oftentimes found in uh, Acts chapter uh, 3, verse 19. He says, Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. You want God to send times of refreshing when you are able to revive and revitalize and restore those things that that so that you look like God and you resemble him, but you got to get away from the old. You got to walk away from that, which is contrary to the things of God. And you've got to be willing to, to shed the things that are not of God. Repent ye therefore, and be converted. I am sorry for denying you. Sorry for not believing you. Sorry for rejecting you. Sorry for uh, holding on to the old things when you are trying to usher me into the new Mm. things. And I am willing to, to go into the new be converted by you that you might blot out my sins so when the times of refreshing come I can be filled with the presence of God I need God to breathe on me to flow through me to pour his spirit out upon me I need times of refreshing in the presence of the Lord my God that word repent it says repent therefore
2: and you gave the examples of repenting and you know that's what we need to do is say Lord I'm sorry for setting down and not doing what you call me to do. You know, when you repent before the Lord it's meaning that you have changed your mind, that you are no longer going the, the same way you, you are going because you realize it's not getting you anywhere, but you're going back to the Lord and says, say, Lord, I repent. Lord, help me to be what you are calling me to be. And I'm telling you, that's what God loves to hear is that one that comes with a broken and contrite spirit before the Lord. And, not only that but that when you come and you repent he says that he's faithful and just to forgive you for all of your sins and not only that but he will give you the power to live righteous he will give you the power to be stirred up and to go in the right direction because you know after all God wants you to be stirred up God has placed his treasure in you and he wants you to go forth in the power of his might God wants you to move forward and not backwards matter of fact God God is the one that's going to be drawing you forward, pull you up out of this hole, pulling you up out of
1: this complacency and set you on a rock. My prayer is that God would flow through me. Let the rivers of living water flow through me. I pray, dear God, even as the words of the psalmist say, let the river flow. Let the rivers of living water flow. Lord, through me.
0: Everybody, say, let me know. I need it, Lord. Let, let the me know. I need it, Lord. Oh, please, Lord. Lord. And refresh my soul
2: in a dry and thirsty land. Desert it Water is not flowing, when you're stale, it's, it's like you're sitting in church and you're watching everything go on. And it's not uh, exciting to you. It's not uh, really feeding you anymore. You're sitting there and you're wondering, why am I here? And, and you, you're feeling like that the giftings of God that God has placed in you you don't have the opportunity to give or to release because there's no opportunity for it feeling like you 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 just don't fit in maybe sometimes you feel like you've gone as far as you can go in this place and you're looking for God to to bring you up higher to show you some direction that you feel that you're not getting you're almost to the point where you want to walk out and give up you're almost to the point where you just want to just go home and sit down, but God is wanting to bring you into the living water there's more for you there's more that he wants to do in you and so that's the reason why we have to begin to to ask for that living water God stir up in me that gifting that you have in me stir up in me that I'm no longer sitting down and being uh dormant in this church in this body of Christ but that God that I'm doing what you've called me to do
1: And, you know, if you find yourself thirsting for more of God, wanting more of constantly wanting more of God, but not seeing the opportunity to access that more of God, when you go to worship with other believers, then maybe you are in a place where the waters are stagnant. If you go to a place and those that are delivered, leave those that are bound, leave their bound. There's no deliverance. There's no operation of the power of God, the things of God. If everything is focused around a personality and not around the presence of God, if you are seeking the favor of men and not seeking the presence of God, you're probably around those stagnant waters. But I pray that God would make you thirsty for him, thirsty for his presence, thirsty to come into the place where he dwells, thirsty to move beyond the outer court into the holy of holies thirsty like the deer is thirsting after the water brook let my soul long for and thirst after you a thirst like the psalmist had when he said one thing have i desired of god and i will seek after it with all of my soul and all of my might all the days of my life that i might dwell in his presence that's the thirst that we want to be in our heart a thirst that won't let you quit won't let you give up won't let you turn around but a a thirst that drives you every day of your life. God has pursued after you. God has apprehended you. And now I'm thirsting and chasing after him because I need more of him. Let the rivers of living water flow through me. You read in the scripture, what God has said about you, the promises he has made to you, but you don't see them manifested in your life, in your surroundings, then you might be in stagnant water. God, God, would you awaken my soul, restore my soul, replenish my hunger and thirst for you. Bring me into the place, God, where your spirit flows, where your presence dwells, where I encounter you every time. I, I don't want to just have another church service. I don't need to hear another church sermon. I don't need to hear another good choir, but I need to be ushered into the very presence of God where lives are changed and destinies are met, where God is in influencing those who bold enough to come into his presence dear god won't you flow through me you know when we're stagnant we're not really being productive if
2: you think about it we're not being productive we're not bearing fruit we're we're just not a being doing things that will cause great results. So we're not solving problems because we are stagnant. We are become comfortable and some are comfortable where they are because the fact is that they cannot see their way out of this situation. I mean, God is wanting to stir up your spirit to stir it up, your ambitions to stir up the gifts within you, that you might be fruitful. You remember the story when, when the Lord was going to look for a fig on a fig tree, and the fig tree did not bear any fruit, and He cursed it because when he was hungry it was nothing to go to to provide or satisfy his hunger and that's and that's the, what it was built for and it that's what built it was to produce figs that's right exactly and we are built to glorify god we are called to glorify him now listen you know i believe every one of us have been in that place when we felt really stagnant that we didn't know what we're going to do and we'll say there's just something that's missing and i just don't feel like it. but i'm telling you that there is a time that God is drawing you closer to him and the way that you get stirred up again is one like we said before is to repent before God and begin to have that conversation with him get into his presence and that he will cause you to see what he see and
1: get around others and that are get around stirred. others because when stirred. the waters are moved one thing that'll move stagnant water is it's, when a gush of a other a body of it has water no comes flowing through it to it move. has no choice when but the to
2: fresh move. Water water comes. It's like a tide or a wave. And it's it's like, if
1: you've ever been spiritually stagnant and you get around people who are moving in the things of God and they, and they stir up the gift that is in you, Paul uh, was stirring up the gift in Timothy. Other people will stir up your gifts when they are moving in the things of God. I mean, you ever been stuck in a traffic jam? How frustrating is it to have that stagnation? No one wants to be stuck in a rut. No one wants to be unfruitful no one wants to be unproductive and not in the natural neither in the spirit when you are spiritually stagnant it is frustrating to your spirit you want to quit you want to give up you you think there's nothing to this and why is God not fulfilling and keeping his promises it's not that God's not fulfilling and keeping his promises you are not in the flow where the things are moving everywhere the waters moved in the book of Ezekiel every Everything live but Anywhere the waters did not touch, those things did not live; those fish did not live. But everywhere the living water moved and flowed, everything was healed and everything lived. You gotta get in the place where the spirit of God is moving. I mean, in even in the Old Testament, God was represented in the cloud, and when the cloud moved, they had to move the camp. You gotta move sometime. You've been in that place for 39 mm. years. You've been dwelling in. In that mount long enough, God saying turn and take your journey. Mm. You have dwelt in this mount long enough. It's time for a change. It's time to do what he called you to do. It's time to be about your father's business. As Paul told Timothy, stir up the gift. You got this gift from God for a reason and you've been sitting on it. It's been dormant in your life. You gotta get up and be about your father's business flow through me. Lord,
2: flush out of me those things that have caused me to be uh, a stagnant. It, it could be the old way of thinking. It could be some something that happened in your life, some trauma that occurred, some old generational curses that seem to be coming back up every time you want to move forward. But what we need is that pure water, living water to flow uh, through us that it will flush out those things that are not profitable that's not expedient for us to flush it out of us that we might be what god has called us to be
1: Amen. And that fresh water, as you said, it flushes out the impurities. It washes away yes. the things that, that that have built up the dross in our life. Let God flow through us. Dear God, would you have your way in us? Would you remove impurities from our life? Would you wash us and cleanse us, Father? Would you, Father, uh, put in us the presence of God, everything that is not like you. May the power of God wash out of us as your spirit begins to flow through us dear God everything that was holding us back keeping us stagnant everything that was preventing us from excelling in the things of God Mm. would you let the living water come and flush it out of us dear God I pray even now Father that as you flow through us that you send times of refreshing in the very presence of our God we repent of anything God that we have done to prevent the power of God from flowing through us we repent God for standing still when you told us to move forward for moving forward when you told us to stand still for being disobedient to the vision and the word and the the calls of Christ father would you try us again flow through us God convert us father to be vessels of honor and not dishonor in your presence and that you use us for your glory let the breath of God now breathe upon us and everywhere we go God may we be conduits for the fresh water of God to begin to touch other vessels and stir up the gift in them may we father be that rock water that's flowing that touches other stagnant bodies and causes new life life to come in them God may we cause them to move and God if we are every single one of us if we are in a place where the power of God is not infused in that place would you dear God give us such faith and confidence in you such a thirst for you, that we will run away from that place, dear God, that we will not sit idly by and let our spirits die, let our gifts be dormant. Father, that we will not let men, Father, control the things that you have placed in us. Have your way in us, flow through us, be glorified in us, dear God, and we shall bless the name of the only wise God, our Savior. You are worthy to be praised. Would you, dear God, flow through us and send times of refreshing in the very Presence of our God in Jesus' name. We, pray.
0: we thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twila Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdosthelordsay.com. Until next time.